Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrienne Delgado, and in this podcast, you will get practical nutrition and health tips for both you and your entire family. I am a registered dietitian. I'll give you step-by-step plans to reach your goals, easy tips to stay motivated, and my favorite recipes that I know you will enjoy too. Nutrition and health doesn't have to be boring or grueling. Let's enjoy the journey while we strive to reach the destination together. So grab your water bottle and notebook because it's time to get started. Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Nourish, Eat, Repeat. My name is Adrian, and I am the owner of Bodymetrics Health and Wellness Services, where we do nutrition counseling, and we also have massage therapy. Uh, my husband is a massage therapist, and so we decided to pull our resources together and create a wellness practice. And so I am just so excited to be here with you today. I am also excited because August is one of my favorite times of year, especially the end of August. I always enjoy working in my garden and hearing the band play. That just brings back so many great memories for me. I think because I used to play a lot of fall sports, and so hearing the band was just an association I um, created because it reminded me of getting back into sports and going back to school. And it was just always such an exciting and fun time. Now, as a parent, I get to watch my kids uh, get ready for school and get ready for, for sports. And it's just, it's a fun time to, you know, not only participate when you're younger, but to also watch your kids do something they love. I also love the end of August because there's the buzz and there's the excitement of a new school year. And so I may not like the cost, but I love getting my kids on their new school supplies, getting their clothes set out and their new shoes. Don't get me wrong. I love summer and I love the laid back, um, the laid back feel of summer and not having to be anywhere and having a different schedule. But guys, I love a good routine. I love structure. I love organization. And the start of a school year means that I'm creating um, calendars and I'm creating organization of how everything is going to look and what Um, the school year is going to look like because everything is new and everything is exciting. We get new notebooks and, you know, I get excited when I am at the bus stop with my kids and I can hear them giggling and talking about who they're going to see and who's going to be in their class as they're excited to um, get back into their routines. And then I also love when school starts because it means the kids leave the house Don't get me wrong. I love my kids to death. I love them more than anything. But I also love when I'm not with them all the time. And I know that they need a break from me just as much as I need a break from them. So it works both ways. I am not oblivious to this. But my one friend, I think her development, the first day of school when the kids get on the bus, they celebrate with mimosas, right? 
It is just this, everybody's going back to their routines. Parents get a little bit of breathing space. Kids get to be reunited with their friends. Everyone's excited. Everything's new. Everything is possible. There's so much hope and possibility of what a brand new year could bring. And I know for a lot of people, the fall and the start of the school year is a recommitment to health. So often I see moms get back into the gym because they're able to drop their kids off at school or at the bus stop. And then they head over to the gym to go do their group fitness class or, you know, their exercise. Or I see a lot of moms running around town. Um, I also see people recommit to their health when it comes to nutrition because, you know, especially myself included, I want my kids to have a great healthy lunch. And so I go to a lot of time and effort in helping them pack their lunches the night before, making sure that they have lots of colors and options and fruits and vegetables. You know, you think of those pretty little bento boxes where you see all these pictures on Pinterest of these cute little options with the little note to the kids telling them they love them, have a great day. You know, there's so much hope and so much effort put into those first couple weeks of school. And it's almost a recommitment to health. But this year is going to look a little bit different. And I anticipate a lot of us are going to have a lot of challenges when it comes to this health thing, because school year is going to look very different. I know personally, my school is doing virtual for at least the first marking period. And I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to go beyond that. And I have a sneaking suspicion that most of your schools are look similar to my school. And so we're not going to have that recommitment to health. We're not going to have those cues of being on a new schedule and a new structure because things aren't going to look very different from how they looked last spring or even the summer. And so what I want to do today is I want to be here for you. And I want to help you through this by giving you some three tips on how you can stay committed to your health, even though your new school year may look different this year. And it's okay. All right. Um, Like I said, three tips on how you can keep your health in check. And this isn't just for parents. This episode is actually for the whole family. So I'm going to talk about the family unit when I give suggestions because we're all in this together, right? For a lot of us, we haven't done a thing. We haven't gone anywhere. We haven't seen a lot of people. And so we're all in the same boat. And so I don't want you to feel isolated in your concerns or your challenges. We're all here with you doing the same thing. I'm right here with you. And so I just want to give you some tips and things that I know we're going to try to implement in our house to make sure we stay on track and so we don't get too far away from, you know, just the goals because we're stuck in the house and we, we're not having that new commitment because we're not going anywhere. So let's just jump right in. The first tip I want to talk about is we need to make sure we're having regular meals and snack times. And when we have those meals and snacks that they're as healthy as they can be. Kids would do this at school, right? They have a set time for lunch. Um, Depending on how old your kids are, even if they're like in a preschool age, they would have a set time for snacks. 
right? And so we want to try to simulate this school day as much as possible. Same thing for if you go to work. You would have a time where you can have a snack and you would have a time where you eat lunch. It's not an unended open buffet in the kitchen all day long. That's what gets us in trouble. The most important thing you guys can do is make sure nobody is skipping breakfast. All right. Coffee is not breakfast, especially if you dump a lot of sugar in it. That just sets you up for failure with blood sugar issues the rest of the day. A handful of Cocoa Krispies is not breakfast, right? I think depending on what time your child has to log in for school, I, ha- I, just, I have this sneaking suspicion that the kids are going to be rolling right out of bed right before school starts, logging onto their computer, and then sitting there like zombies, We need to make sure we're fueling well before we go to school. Just like teachers are working really hard right now to prepare and make sure that they're um, maybe learning new techniques about how to stay engaging over a screen. We as parents and we as students have a responsibility to show up and be attentive and be focused. And that can't happen if you're not fueled appropriately. How you get energy is in what you eat. And if you eat junk, you're going to be tired. You're going to have a hard time focusing and concentrating. And it's already going to be challenging because you're learning on a screen and not in person. You don't have the dynamic of the teacher walking back and forth in front of you where you have to pay attention. You're looking at one thing the whole time. And so it's our responsibility as adults with our jobs or as kids being a student to show up and be attentive and be focused so we can learn. All right. And so how we do that best is we make sure that we're fueled appropriately. And that means we have breakfast. We also want to make sure we're not skipping meals because then a lot of times we get irritable, we get hangry. And depending on how many people are in your house at one time, you don't necessarily want a bunch of grumpy people. I know in my house, if I had seven grumpy people, it would be disastrous. So we want to make sure we're fueling our bodies well, and we want to do that first thing in the morning. And if that means making sure you wake up, you know, five or 10 minutes earlier than when you have to log on, then do it because it's going to make the world of a difference in not only your health, but your school day, your work day, how you feel. When it comes to lunch, we need to make sure it's balanced. How you would pack for your kids for school is how they need to eat if they are home learning online. Same thing for parents. A lot of times I think we have this, uh, we have this thought, well, I'm right here. I'm right at home. I'll just throw something together. And then we just throw something together on a whim because we don't have a lot of time. We got to get right back to the computer. And so Lunch tends to be an afterthought, and it might be just a combination of a couple tortilla chips, maybe a cheese stick, if we're lucky, a piece of fruit. That's not lunch. So I want you to start thinking about lunch ahead of time. I want you to start thinking about lunch. What are the components necessary to build a healthy structure? So that could be a sandwich. That could be a yogurt with a fruit and a vegetable. It could be leftovers if that's easy, all right? If possible, I'd love for you to even eat together. Try to create some type of routine in your day so you can come together midday and just talk about the morning, catch up. 
We want to make sure, most importantly, the kitchen is not open all day long for grazing. So if it works out, try to have set lunch times where, you know, we eat our meal, we eat a good, balanced, healthy meal, and then the kitchen is closed and we go back to school or we go back to our work and our jobs. We don't want it to just be an unending day of grazing all day long. It doesn't necessarily align with our health goals. All right. So we want to make sure we have a good solid breakfast before we start our day. And we want to make sure we have a balanced lunch so that we can feel our best for the afternoon and we don't fall into that afternoon slump. Another tip we want to talk about when it comes to nutrition is hydration. All right. So often we mistake hunger, or I should say we mistake thirst for hunger, and it's because we're dehydrated. And again, when you have a kitchen so close by, it's easy to say, oh, well, if I'm thirsty, I'll just go grab a glass of water. But most of us are not drinking enough throughout the day. And so I really want to stress, make sure you have that water bottle filled when you log on to your computer. Ideally, I like to have water bottles with straws because I feel like you drink more. And so as much as possible, we need to be hydrating all day long. So before you log in uh, for your morning work, make sure you have that water bottle sitting next to you ready to go. And after lunch, before you sit down for the afternoon classes, make sure you have that water bottle ready to go. After the school day is over, we want to make sure you have a pre-planned healthy snack. A lot of times, uh, well, I should say not a lot of times, well, maybe I will say a lot of times, <clears throat> my kids, as soon as they get home from school, they rush right to the kitchen and eat a snack because all that learning all day took a lot of brain power and that burned a lot of calories. And so they run to the kitchen, they grab a snack, and usually that snack holds them over to dinner. Now that the school day may be changing for for you and, and for us including, um, what I'm noticing is I want to make sure we have a snack prepped ahead of time uh, because chances are the kids are going to be finishing up their schoolwork before you're finished doing your job or you're finished doing your work. And so we want to make sure that we pre-plan some good healthy snacks that they can grab on their own. That way it will hold them over until you can get to dinner. I know for us too, we've been eating dinner a lot later because we don't have anything to do or anywhere to go. And so if the kids are finishing up their school day around 3, 4 o'clock and dinner isn't till 6.37, that's way too long of a time to go from lunch all the way to 7 o'clock. They're going to be starving. They're going to be miserable. We don't want that. We're trying to avoid that. So make sure you have a healthy snack prepared ahead of time that they can select when they're finished with their school day. I'm so sorry, but I just had to interrupt for just a second to tell you about some exciting opportunities that we have coming up at Body Metrics. Are you tired of thinking about your weight all day long? Have you tried every diet out there with little or no success? Are you missing out on the life you envision for yourself? Then we have the solution for you. Diet Rehab is a four-day live health and weight loss workshop designed for the perpetual dieter. In these four days, we're going to talk about the four mistakes the professional dieter makes 
and action steps to turn those challenges into long-term success. And the best part about this workshop is it's free. To join, simply visit bodymetricspa.com forward slash diet rehab to learn more information and to join this free workshop. It's over the course of four days, September 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th, and it will be at eight o'clock. The videos will be live, but all of the videos will be recorded. So if you happen to miss one, you can easily catch up. But guys, you do not want to miss this because it will absolutely change your life. Now, if you're the type of person who already knows what to do, you're just looking for some accountability and for somebody to hold you to what you say you want to do, then I want to let you know that our next Jumpstart program begins September 22nd. This high-level accountability program gives you six weeks of live teachings, meal plans, community support, exercise plans, and more. Visit bodymetricspa.com forward slash jump hyphen start for more information and to claim your spot. Get ready to change your life and do the things you want to do. We're here to help any way we can. All right, let's get back to the show. And then finally, when it comes to dinners, again, I am all about the meal plan. There is nothing worse than trying to figure out what to cook at five o'clock at night. You're already mentally exhausted, physically exhausted, emotionally exhausted. Now is not the time the time to put that extra stress on yourself to try to be creative and execute a complicated dish. So we're not going to do that. We're going to create the meal plan during the weekend or ahead of time. So that way, all you have to do is execute. I always tell people we cannot do two hard things. We can do one hard thing, but two hard things sometimes pushes us over the edge. And so let's take that creative piece, the thought of, you know, what coming up with the ideas and let's put that behind us. Let's do that on the weekend And so that way, all we have to do during the week is just execute the plan. And I'm going to be straight with you. The first two weeks, I need you to create very, very simple meal plans. There's going to be a lot of stress as everybody acclimates to a new schedule and a new routine. So don't make things harder on yourself by creating complicated meals to execute at five o'clock. It's not happening. Make things really simple for yourself so you can get those easy wins so it can build your confidence as you're learning your new normal. So that's tip number one. I want you to really focus on your nutrition so that you can fuel yourself properly so you can feel your best, so you can perform your best. That's key. It's critical. We got to do it. All right. I just, I'm, I'm afraid too many people are going to carry on some of their bad quarantine habits into another school year and just tell themselves, oh, I'll just figure it out January 1st. There's a lot of damage that can happen between now and January 1st, and we want to try to offset that. All right. Your second tip, we have got to move. We recently took our kids on a bike ride um, this past weekend. We took them to a local trail. And 
The trail's fairly flat. There's not really any inclines at all. And we figured if we go all the way out to the end and back, it'll be about eight miles. And what my husband and I noticed was that the kids were struggling. Not the older ones, but the younger ones. They were struggling. And I looked to Jim and I was like, do you think this is because they sat on their butt all summer long and they didn't do anything? And he looked at me, giving me that look. Like, of course, that's the reason why. And so I don't know what your summer looked like, but our summer looked very uneventful. Um, we did not get a pool membership this year because we weren't sure how it was going to work with the with COVID. And so we decided let's just be safe and not do the pool. And I am kicking myself because I believe in July we tied the record for the most days over 90 or something like that. It was a ridiculously hot summer, which means the kids did not want to play outside. You know, I would beg them, guys, go outside and play. And they would go out for five minutes and they would come back in. It's too hot. I can't do it. I just don't make me go out there. And so they come back in and there's nothing to do in the house either. There's only so much reading they could do or so much drawing or writing they could do. And they were bored out of their minds. And so sure enough, out came the screens again or the TV went on. And after a while, I just gave up. It was too hard. And I kept telling myself, well, you know, these are extreme circumstances. They can have some extra screen time right now. But the problem is screen time means sitting on your butt. And then when it came to being active, they were struggling. I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? You guys are kids. You're supposed to have all this energy. But the thing is, they didn't. They don't have energy because they weren't doing any, anything active. They weren't, um, they weren't playing any organized sports or things to keep their bodies moving. And I'm finding the same to be true for adults. They're not moving. My one client the other night, she, um, I asked her how exercise was going, and she said, my husband put my treadmill away. And I said, why? And she said, because he told me I'm not using it, so he's putting it away. She's like, but actually, I need him to get it back out because now that I'm sitting all day at my computer at home, I'm not getting up, I'm not moving, and I'm noticing how stiff I am. At least when I went into the office, I was moving around. I would go talk to this person at their desk. I'd walk down the hall to get my lunch. I'd go to the bed. You know, I was moving. Now I'm tethered to my chair for over 10 hours a day, and I'm noticing it. I'm noticing it in my knees when I try to stand up. I'm noticing it in my back and my shoulders and my neck. She said, I need him to get that treadmill out, not to lose weight, just so I can function. And so as a unit, as a family unit, we need to move. We're not going to have recess. We're not going to have a gym teacher timing us in the mile. So we're going to have to try to dig deep and get motivated to move because this isn't just a, a nice thing to be active. This is a health thing. All right. And if your kids aren't motivated to move, you may need to get out there with them. You may need to get out there with them. So family walks or family bike rides. We um, recently uh, put up a tetherball pole. Do you guys remember tetherball? Um, so we put a tetherball up and we draw four square blocks on our driveway and we play games of baseball or soccer and we try to get out there with our kids, especially because they're not motivated on their own. 
but for our health too, we need to move. Our bodies were designed to move. If you don't use it, you lose it. If you don't use your body, if you don't use your muscles, they are going to atrophy. And for any of you listening that are thinking of weight management or weight loss, you know the last thing you want to do is lose muscle tone because your muscle is what dictates your metabolism and how fast you burn calories. So losing muscle is never, ever the goal if it comes to weight management. And so we need to use our muscles and we need to use them daily, not just, you know, once a week or on occasion, on a weekend. No, we need to move for like 20 minutes every day. It doesn't have to be sprinting miles, but it does mean just moving our body so that uh, we feel our best and for our heart health. And so finally, your last tip. We know we got to eat well and we have to move our bodies. Here is your third tip for a healthy school year. We need to breathe. We need to breathe. And I know you're like, what? What does that mean? We need to breathe. Of course I breathe. I breathe every day. (sighs) Things are going to get stressful. And so breathing, specifically deep breathing, is one way that we can engage our parasympathetic nervous system. All right, let me explain this. So when you get stressed out, you go into that fight or flight response right? Your, your palms get sweaty, your pupils dilate, your blood pressure goes up, your breath quickens. Um, you, you're prepared to fight or run, right? That's a natural, um, reaction in our body. It's called the, uh, it's, it's engaged by the sympathetic nervous system, but you can't stay in that heightened state forever. And so it's your parasympathetic nervous system that brings everything back down, where you're breathing at a normal rate and your blood pressure is normal and you just you have that calming response. And so I have a feeling that things are going to be a little stressful in the beginning. We've got lots of people in the house. We've got lots of people needing computers and equipment. We've got new routines. We've got new learning platforms. We have all this newness and we're all stuck in a house, maybe a small room together trying to figure it out. And so stress levels are going to be higher. I am a big fan of what I call proactive stress reduction. I'm also a big fan of proactive eating. I'm all about staying ahead of it so we're not in crisis mode and we're not putting out fires all day. I am not the best version of me when I'm putting fires out. I'm much better when I'm prepared and I can create a plan and stay on top of things before it gets to the point where I break. And so our tip is I need you to breathe and I need you to take breath breaks. Breath breaks mean you take the time, deliberate, intentional time to do deep breathing throughout the day. So what does a breath break look like? What I need you to do is I need you to sit down in a comfortable position and I need you to take a 16 count breath. You're going to inhale for a count of four. You're gonna hold that breath for a count of four. You're going to exhale for a count of four and then you're gonna hold that breath for a count of four. So when you add up all those fours, it's a 16 count breath. 
And what that breath break is going to do is it's going to recommit you to engaging your parasympathetic nervous system to calm you down. And when you do that regularly throughout the day, it helps from letting your stress levels get to a place where you can't manage them anymore and you start looking for other coping strategies, which may look like food or for some parents, alcohol. Um, And we don't want to use unhealthy coping strategies. And so breathing is one of the, the best thing you can do. It's been proven, studied over and over and over again, longer than anything else. It's a great way for you to decrease your stress level and stay on top of it so it doesn't get to a point where it's overtaking you. And so I really want you to consider taking that 16 count breath, even if it's just for two minutes, you know, once during the morning before you start your day, maybe once in the afternoon, just to try to check in and make sure that you're staying on top of this because I have a feeling this stress is going to escalate very quickly and it's, you know, I don't want it to get to a place that it's unhealthy. All right, so these are the three tips. I need you to focus on nutrition, on movement, and stress management. If we can just do a few of these things every day, we're going to be in a better position than if we just try to wing it as we go. And so guys, I wanted to make this really easy for you and I wanted to help you. And so what I did was I created a family checklist where we break down everything that I talked about today into a very easy, simple, manageable checklist. And so in the morning, we want to do these four things. And in the afternoon, we want to do these four things. And in the evening, we want to do these four things. And then I have some extras that you can do any time of the day. It fits into your schedule. And so I know I talked about a lot of information today. And I wanted to streamline that so it's helpful not only for you as parents, but also for your kids. Just I need to make sure I do these couple things and I stay with it throughout the day. And it's going to help result in a much healthier, happier, harmonious home environment. All right. And in addition to that handout, on the back side of that comes a whole bunch of different breakfast ideas, lunch ideas, snack ideas, as well as activities for the family to do together. And I wanted to put these on the list because not only is it helpful to have ideas, but there may be times because you're working or you're... Um, you're engaged with your job or or some other activity that you might not be able to be there with your kid, helping them come up with all these ideas on their own. And so you can just tell them, hey, look at the list, pick one of the breakfast on that list, get yourself together. I'll be with you in a moment because I have to finish up this work thing. So I really wanted to make this process really easy for you. And so you can snag that freebie, that checklist by going to bodymetricspa.com forward slash checklist. So go ahead and grab that. And um, I hope it's helpful. If you grab it, please send me a message. You can um, DM me. You can reach me through Instagram. You can reach me through Facebook and let me know how it's working for you and your family. I'm really excited to help you guys out with that. All right. Last but not least, I need to give you your recipe. And so I figured we are all going to need some extra energy as we gear up for our new normal school year. And so I am going to pass along our favorite recipe, no-bake energy bites. 
And again, if you've listened to any of my episodes, you know how much I love dumping all the ingredients into a bowl, mixing them together, and having a finished product. And this recipe is no exception. So for this recipe, you're going to need one cup of dry oatmeal, one third cup of honey or agave nectar, one half cup of natural peanut butter or almond butter, one half cup of mini chocolate chips, and those are optional, but we always use them. One teaspoon of vanilla extract, one tablespoon of chia seeds, and one half cup of ground flaxseed. All right, guys, this one's a simple one. You throw all the ingredients into a bowl and you stir them together. Next, you're going to throw that bowl into the freezer for about 15 to 20 minutes. All you're doing by putting it in the freezer is making it easier for you to roll those ingredients into a ball. That's all you're doing. You can try to make it into a ball right after you dump them into the bowl, but it's going to be a sticky mess. And so it's really helpful when you can get all that stuff to freeze. And um, it just makes the rolling into a ball process a lot simpler. And so that's it. You take it out of the freezer and you roll the dough into balls. Now, I like to store mine back in the freezer because I like them cold, but you could also store them in the refrigerator. And we probably roll them into about one, one and a half inch diameter bites, energy bites, energy balls, whatever you want to call them. And they are a family favorite because number one, anybody can make them and they're quick, they're easy. If you need a quick win and you need to grab something for instantaneous energy, uh, they have the oats, which is what we call long and strong carbohydrates. So it helps fuel you for a while, but it also gives you that quick win because they're tasty with that little bit of honey and the chocolate chips in it. And they're just an easy snack idea. They could also be breakfast if you're in a you know, you're running late and behind and you need something in a pinch. Um, but it's something that the whole family will enjoy. And so that's your recipe for the week. Guys, I hope you found this helpful. Again, please do not forget, grab your checklist at bodymetricspa.com forward slash checklist. All right, guys, have a great week and I will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricspa.com. Or you can find us on socials. We're on Instagram at Bodymetrics Health or on Facebook at Bodymetrics Health and Wellness Services. The book, Nourish, Eat, Repeat, is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.